This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. The transit strike continues here in Metro Vancouver, which means no overtime for maintenance workers at the Coast Mountain Bus Company. And as well, bus drivers continue to not wear their uniforms. And it is resulting in impacts to the system. Uh, for instance, today, as you've been hearing, there are six C-bus sailings that have been cancelled as a result of, of that. And there is some concern that later in the week we're going to start to see some Uh, bus maintenance issues as well. And we know we've heard from both sides on this and they both categorize them, the two sides as being far apart in the negotiations. But now the head of the TransLink Mayor's Council is publicly urging those two sides to get back to the bargaining table and end this labor dispute. But Jonathan Cote says meeting the union's demands is also going to impact major projects in their 10-year transportation plan, and that includes SkyTrain expansion. Now, we know there are no reported meetings scheduled between the two sides here. And in fact, Uniform is going to be responding to some of what they have heard from Jonathan Cote coming up in a few minutes. But right now, uh, Mr. Cote and chair of the TransLink Mayor's Council joins us to talk more about this. Thank you very much for being here. No, well, thank you for having me on the show. Why did you feel the need today to kind of come out and talk about this? Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, residents in the cro- across the region are, are really concerned about the, the escalation and, and the labor dispute. And so many people in, in the Metro Vancouver region rely on, on our, our transit system. Uh, furthermore, you know, I think the, the Unifor leadership uh, o- over the weekend uh, put out suggestions that uh, that we scale back our, our expansion in our, in our bus service uh, to, to help pay for, for their wage demands. And that has a really big impact on the mayor's tenure vision. In what way? Well, if uh, if we were to fund uh, the the six hundred million dollar gap uh, there, uh, that that could actually eliminate all of the bus service increase that, that we had planned over 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 the next few years. And what we're talking about is is buses in every community in Metro Vancouver. What we're talking about is is not being able to hire the the thirteen hundred new bus operators in in the Metro Vancouver region that uh, that we need to be able to to provide the service. But also we also need to to provide better working conditions for for the bus drivers in our system. So then how do we do that? How do we make all that happen? Well, you know, I, I think uh, we need to get both sides back to back to the table and find uh, find a, a reasonable solution to to this labor labor dispute. Uh, I'm not at the negotiating table, and that's not my role. But my understanding is the Coast Mountain Bus Company is is putting forward uh, you know offers that are are actually exceeding a lot of other public sector uh, wage increases there. And I think that's a, a reasonable place to, to start to to continue the discussions. But ultimately, we need both parties to to get uh, back to the table because. Uh, if this becomes pro- prolonged or more escalated, really everyone is going to lose in that situation, and the biggest loser is going to be our transit riders. So are you communicating with like Coast Mountain Bus Company? Is that where your information is coming from, or have you also talked to Unifor? Yeah, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, the mayor's council is not sitting directly at uh, at the negotiating table, and that is not our role in in, in this dispute. Uh, there, you know, a lot of the information that that I'm dealing with is the exact same information that everyone in the public is getting, both from Unifor and and the Coast Mountain 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 Mountain. But- Coast Mountain Bus Company, uh, but really, what I'm here to say, you know, on, on behalf of the, the Mayor's Council, is we need both parties to get back to the table, find a way to to be able to resolve this this, this 
this dispute because this has huge impacts on our transportation system. And ultimately, we want to get back to, to rolling out transit expansion in, in the region and, uh, and move beyond this labour dispute. Is there any role, though, that the Mayor's Council does play potentially in helping get this settled? Is there anything that the Mayor's Council can do? You know, I, you know, I think uh, our important role at, at this stage is, is really encouraging the parties to, to get back at the table and uh, and be very mindful of the the very negative impacts that uh, that, that a transit striker will have on on transit users, and uh, really that that both parties uh, need to be need to be motivated and should be motivated to resolve this. Have you been concerned at all, like when you hear about what the uh, situation is, like what it is that say the um, the bus drivers and the maintenance workers are complaining about? Because it does seem like it's a system that is very reliant on overtime to make things work. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm a regular transit user, and I have a, a ton of respect for uh, for the hard job that uh, that our transit operators and, and the maintenance workers do to uh, to, to make our, our transit system work. And I, I I do believe they deserve a wage increase. They deserve uh, a, a fair settlement here, and I think that needs to needs to be on the table. But we can't undermine our ability to to expand our transit service, buy more buses, hire more drivers to help relieve those working conditions uh, with uh, you know really with with the wage demands that are being put on the table. Right, but how are you going to expand that system, hire those drivers, if you can't attract people with the wages that are currently being offered when you compare them to what they can get elsewhere? Yeah, well, you know, I think the, the reality is in the past two years, uh, TransLink has hired uh, a thousand thousand operators, and we've had more than ten thousand people submit applications. So the reality is the, the wage structures that uh, that has been that are existing today, and the, and the ones we there, we think are very competitive and actually will attract uh, people uh, to become become drivers. So, uh, you know, we. You know, I, I think TransLink is in the position that no, we do have a, a wage structure that is is going to attract the the the, uh, the drivers and operators that that we need. Now, what about worker safety? Have you been hearing those concerns from bus drivers in particular? Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, I, I think the union and and Coast Mountain have actually worked very well well together to to help uh, work on on addressing uh, bus safety safety issues. Uh, you know, the the new seats that are being put in that provide a lot more protection to bus drivers. Uh, the union and and the Coast Mountain bus company have been working very collaboratively uh, to, to together to to see those installed in uh, uh, and, and phased into into all of the buses there. So, you know, I think no doubt, uh, you know, the safety of of our operators that are out there on the public line is is hugely important and I don't think is that's not central to uh, to the dispute we're having here and I actually think that's an example where where the union and the and the bus company have worked very well together to, right. to help uh, work on addressing those issues one of the things that I've heard which I think is central to this dispute has to do with break times for a lot of the bus drivers and guaranteeing that they not just saying these are the recommended times but guaranteeing that they get some break time in there what can be done about that is there any role that translink would play or, or the mayor's council would play in helping with that? Yeah, well, you know, no doubt my understanding is the, the Coast Mountain Bus Company is is uh, is working to, to address that through through these negotiations, but really the bottom line is we need to actually get more bus drivers and more buses on the road uh, to provide more predictable and reliable bus service in, in the region, and that, that is actually central and key to, to being able to, to improve the working conditions of, of, of the bus operators. So is there money in the 10-year plan to do that, though, for all these new buses and all these new bus drivers? We do. You know, our plan was over the next, uh, next two years to hire 
over 1,300 new bus operators in, in the region and expand our, our bus service uh, across there. Obviously, uh, you know, we have to see what uh, what, what the settlements uh, are involved here and the financial impact that will have have on there. But we had always contemplated over, over the next few years seeing a significant increase. And we'd always contemplated uh, seeing an increase in wages for the bus operators because we, we think they deserve it. Having said that, we weren't anticipating such a large wage demand. Right. Okay. So you're saying there is some money there, just not as much as what they're asking for. Yeah, you know, definitely we, we have always contemplated that, uh, that but, uh, you know, I think the, the expectation was, would be that the, the wage demands would be in line with, uh, with, with other public sector, sector unions and, and settlements that have, have occurred. And I think the, the offers that have been put on the table actually exceed that. So to me, I think those should be really good starting points to, to finding a negotiated settlement here. Right, but these aren't necessarily public sector workers. These aren't government employees. These are workers who work for TransLink. Yeah, you know, no doubt it's uh, it, it is a little bit of a different dynamic, but the reality is, uh, you know, they they provide a public service and ultimately are, are funded through through transit fares and, and and property property taxes. So to really say this isn't a public service, I, I think isn't isn't completely accurate either. So are you saying then that it, the way things stand now, it doesn't sound like a deal is possible. You're saying there's really not enough money in the ten year plan to give the workers what they want. Yeah, you know, I, I think a, a deal is possible, but I think ultimately we need to get both parties back at the, t- at the table. Uh, you know, ultimately, if we need to get a mediator involved, that could be very helpful, but we need to get the parties at the table because there is going to be a, a resolution to the strike, but I think the question is uh, how much pain does, does the region, how much pain does uh, do, do transit users have to go through to get there? And to me, if we can get to that resolution before uh, before getting to that point, ultimately that's, that's the, the successful goal we're working at because if this becomes prolonged, it's, uh, it's everyone is going to lose in that situation. All right, Mayor Cote, thank you very much for your time. Okay, thank you. That's Jonathan Cote. He's the mayor of New Westminster, but also chair of the TransLink Mayor's Council.